Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger, and I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart, and Then Go Save the World. My book is all about helping people love and be loved more than ever. I believe we all have a superhero of love inside of us. Yes, even you, superhero. And in this podcast, I talk to people who are all about helping us all tap into that superhero. May this episode make a difference for your heart. Let's get this party started. Thank God, thank God for Jen Pasteloff. Last week I interviewed the, the Black Fairy Godmother, who I wouldn't have known without Jen. I wouldn't have seen your post. Well, first of all, let me just say, we are here right now, Superheroes of Love, with Alicia Krista Easter, Ace of Ace Yoga, A-C-E, her initials. Can we talk about your name? Alicia Krista Easter. It's the most beautiful name. I just love saying it over and over and over again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mom knew what she was doing. I, I, I didn't. Uh, and uh, it's so interesting because for a long time, most of my life, Jen calls me Alicia. A lot of people call me Alicia. And then I realized like my aunt Bren, my aunt Bren Bren, we call her aunt Bren Bren, calls me Lisa, Lisa. And it's like, my name's Alicia. And my mom, I was like, oh, okay, I'm with it. But you know, we make things easier for people when we're young, right? I was calling you Alicia, just because that when you see it, that's what it looks like. Uh Until I heard you say your name somewhere. I can't remember where. Oh, on your website, you have a really beautiful video. So Alicia is here today. um, Thanks to Jen Pasloff, who is I, I think Jen, it's possible that Jen is the center of the universe and everything emanates from Jen. <laughs> I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. <laughs> Certainly everything, everything that I've needed to learn since I, and not, you know, not everything I've needed to learn, but a lot of what I've needed to learn, a lot of the paths I need, I've needed to turn on to, uh, Jen has pointed me in that direction, opened the doors, opened the windows, um, shown me the signs, etc. So I'm ever so grateful for her. So Jen posted on June 2nd or 3rd, whatever that day was, um, <laughs> you're a really compelling, I didn't know of you before that, a very compelling post that you did which I am going to play in its entirety. I'm going to insert it like right here. Okay. So people are going to be able to hear it. And listener, what I ask for you to do is not fast forward through it. Like there's some moments that might be uncomfortable that you're going to want to fast forward through, or you're going to want to stop it or whatever. It's, it's uncomfortable. And um, it's, it's the kind of uncomfortable I think that's good for all of us. Uh, because because Alicia is truly bearing her heart for literally no no personal <clears throat> gain, only for the world. Like you bear you bore. How do you say that? Bared your heart. You bared your heart for the world. Yeah. So get listen to every word is what I'm saying. Because she didn't do it for her. She did it for us. And and I was changed by it. So now I'm gonna and I'll tell you how I was changed by it. After. So, not going to be on here long, but I just was standing in my kitchen as most uh, most people are just standing and just doing their best to find small moments of black joy as they come of joy, period. And since Friday, I have just been crying 
every 15 minutes. I don't even know anymore. And it's not that I was, I'm not shocked this is happening. I am unfortunately surprised that it took this to get people who don't look like me to pay attention and to listen. And I have been overwhelmed with love and support of people reaching out to me, which I appreciate. And I've had an opportunity, hopefully, to respond to everyone. If I haven't, please don't take it personal. I am just doing my best over here to just get up every day and do my work, <laughs> my work that pays my bills. And I'm standing in the kitchen realizing we just want to fucking live. That's it. That's it. How hard is that to understand? How hard is that to understand? How hard is that to really conceptualize? How hard is that to be like, you know what? I need to do something and this is not okay. And better late than never? Sure. And I am one who have assimilated in environments where I have been the um, in minority for most of my life. And I have just now, it's, that takes unpacking and unlearning. And that takes getting used to of speaking your voice from an authentic place. I can't even fucking breathe some days. And people still demand their still grasping they're still needing to get shit from you and you are literally just doing the bare minimum the bare fucking minimum to live that's it that's it just fucking live that's all we want to do we don't need it like anything just live be able to walk down the fucking street be able to go for a run be able to express that you were 
life the way that she did in such an exceptional manner with all this shit that she was up against. She was up against so much shit. And then like to be to raise my brother and I in this environment and us to be able to grow up and be here and do what, to do what we're doing. I'm
and sisters. I was going to try and keep my composure. Actually, no, I wasn't. I was just going to get on here raw and what I did, okay? That's it. Tell me about that post and what led up to it. Well, first, uh, thank you for having me here. Um, and uh, Bridget, this is like you said it so eloquently that I just <laughs> pour my soul out. Right? I got, I've been, you know, going back and forth with how to say something about what was going on, how I was going to voice, how I was going to, what was I going to do? What do I need to do? And I got a text message from a friend who we kind of had, um, a, a falling out of the sorts a few years prior, um, just based off of a post that I put up that I'd reshared from, um, it was an Audrey Lord post. And I'd known this, I've known her for many years now. And I, and she texted me and was like, I just want to let you know, I'm listening and I'm learning and I'm doing the work. I signed up for this course and I was like, I, and I'm standing in my kitchen and I was blown away. I was like, I don't, I don't even think she realizes. And I, and I texted her the next day, but I still to this day don't even think she realized how much that meant to me as someone who has known me for so long before all any of this, before I was ACE yoga, before I had really truly found my voice. And I was just like, I was like, are we allowed to curse? <laughs> yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay. Right. Superheroes right. of love curse all the time. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Because um, in that video, there's a lot of it. So, um, and I was sitting in my kitchen and I was like, fuck, I am just tired. I was like, this is all we want. And we as Black people, this is all we want. So I just made a smoothie and I was sipping on it. And that's why my tongue is green because it's from my smoothie. <laughs> Not even anything, not even a cool lollipop or anything. <laughs> Something healthy. That's where we are in the middle of all revolution. I'm doing my best to stay healthy, right? And so I just grabbed my phone and I went on live. And I was just like, I am tired. I've been crying every 15 minutes, every day for probably the last week or so. And I was just like exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally because of everything. And it was just like, I this is all we want is to just live, to be seen and to be heard, but more than anything, just live. And I was like, I am tired of having to see the hashtags, tired of having to explain myself, tired of having to explain, tired of not saying anything because you're just like, what will they say? Will I be labeled as this? Will I be labeled as that? And it's like, I was just fed up and I don't even, I was, it was like, I was channeling just everything from my ancestors and so many people I feel like that just haven't been able to express it that I've had conversations with afterwards. And I went on that live and I was scared to death. I was like, I'm, I'm on here and I'm burying myself. I'm crying my eyes out. I see people that I work with pop on there. This is the middle of the afternoon. So I should have been doing some work, but obviously like no work was being done. And I was like, this is, and I'm on there and I'm just letting it all flow. 
And then afterwards, as you know, someone who is, <laughs> you're just like, oh shit, what did I just do? And then you're <laughs> like, okay, do I post it? And I was like, I'm gonna delete it. I'm not gonna share it. I'm just, that's it. That's the live. If you saw the live, you got it. If you didn't, you missed it. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna save it and put it up. And I literally put it up there because I was just like, this is, this is people, no one's been asking, but like some people have been messaging and I was like, this is where I am. This is what I have. This is like, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is it. This is, this is ace right here, right now. And I put it up and I had no idea that it would be <laughs> like, and Jen called me and she was like, this video, can I share it? And I was like, I honestly was like, what video? <laughs> I was like, no what way. video? Wow. I was like, what video? And I was like, oh, she goes, the one that you just did. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like, sure, you can. I was like, I don't, I was like, okay. And my heart was racing, but I was like, sure. I mean, I don't know what it's, I, I don't know what it's going to do. And, and I, I literally had no idea. Like I said, I did not do it for me. I did it. I did it for me because I did do it for me in the sense where I was like, I have to say something because I have to get this out. And, but I had no idea. I didn't do it with any sort of intention, but to just share authentically. Mm -hmm. And that's most, most of the things with the exception of if I'm promoting something specifically, most of the things I share, it's just from, because it's what I'm feeling right there right now in the moment, um, or have thought about it and it's been on my spirit, but that's what led up to it. It really was like, I was just fed up. I was like, this is it. Like equality. That's it. <laughs> I know. We just want to fucking live now. How hard is that? That echoed in my, um, how hard is that? Just echoed in my brain for, for several days. A lot of things echoed in my brain. Um, I want to, stop and say also I felt like when I was listening to it and I've listened to it a couple times now um the first time I was listening to it though I was like she is speaking for millions of souls like it just felt this is not just you the next day um I was talking to a friend you know she like many of us have people who are on the opposite side of the spectrum right and I saw her being reamed on, on Facebook and I had been reamed in a very similar way privately. And, uh, and I was like, she's somebody that I revere. And so I called her and I said, how are you dealing with this? Like, it's, it's just so hard when I, can't, I literally can't step into the shoes of that other person. I don't believe what they believe. I don't, and I don't understand their hearts. And neither of these people neither the person that she's, you know, opposite of, or the person I'm opposite of are people with bad heart. They're not bad people. You know, it's just like, right. I don't understand how the sum total of your life led you there. And we're so similar in so many ways. It's so freaking me out. So I called her for, I was like, I said, I, and I had just, it was the day before. So in other words, you're, you're, you started a domino effect, right? So I had this really, really great conversation with her. We were talking and she, and I actually am hoping that the person she's opposite and she are going to come on the podcast and have that conversation live so that we can actually see how it can go when mm. two opposite people come together and like look at each other's hearts and, you know, still love each other amidst the strife and also just try to understand why people don't understand I just don't understand the people that don't get that there's systemic racism. I, I just, that I, I just literally can't understand. 
So anyway, she said though, she had talked to a man who is a, a very high level, um, a huge corporation CEO and he's black and he is very priestly in his, in who he is in the world, right? Like everybody, he's, he's like a holy man who's running a huge corporation, right? And everybody reveres him. And he posted, did you see the video of the woman? And I don't even remember what city she's in. She was responding to Trevor Noah's um, video. And she was, she was saying, there is systemic reason. Did you see that video where she was, she was screaming too, in a way similar to yours? Kimberly Jones. Okay, Kimberly thank you. Jones. Okay, so Kimberly Jones. So I saw her at the day after I saw you, right? So Kimberly, so she, he, this like holy man, right? Posted Kimberly Jones's rant and said, every cell of my body resonates with this message. Every cell of my body resonates with every word of this message, right? And my friend was shocked that this is what was underneath the calm, holy, right? And she got the lesson, you and Kimberly, thank God for you and Kimberly is what I'm saying. My point is, is that you, you are speaking for men like him, right? Like he can't, he's not able to do what you did. So you providing the service. Yeah, that, and that's, that's what it, um, that's, and I um, have been over the last few days, um, just some other interesting stuff has just been coming up uh personally with um uh, i don't want to bring that energy into here but it basically is some other stuff that's been coming up like in the yoga world that i'm a, a, a studio i'm associated with and so mm -hmm. i just was thinking that it like my mom died when i was 19 and how so much of her life i'm just like was really i think that that's i think that she invited me in that moment too because she's a person who was very like stoic and very like um okay just like keep the peace and very like um just great just graceful and beautiful and warm and but just like just like you said with the priest and how we have these layers of protection that we put up um as black people to operate in a society to live in a world where we have been forced to assimilate to just to get by but deep down, it's like, I can't take it anymore. I can't breathe. And I got, I'm getting emotional. Um, sitting here thinking about how, how, yeah, it's really, it is like, you know, you have, I, like I said, I didn't even know what I was doing and I didn't even know how that would resonate because so many people see me as happy and I created this super fun thing spot A since the quarantine has been going on and how I operate from a place of love and I have, you know, just, just joy, right? But mm -hmm. it's also just kind of like, for me, I had to stop saying I'm seeking happiness and rather I'm seeking peace. I'm holding joy. I'm, I'm holding happiness because for a long time I was not happy. Um, and I just put on a fake smile and I just went, al go, went along to get along. And when I would use my voice, it was as if like my anger was, was like leading the way because I just didn't know how to construct it. I didn't know how to use it as a tool rather than it used me. And so I was like, this is something that I've just been honing and, and cultivating and 
you know, just working on for a really long time. But then I was just like, I'm fed up. This is, I, I'm fed up. I cannot pretend that I am okay. I cannot pretend that my people are okay. I cannot pretend that, you know, happy-go-lucky ace is just sitting here and not saying anything. And I cannot pretend because I am, I, I me and my people and my mom and um, probably my father and like, just like, are we just haven't they haven't been able to express and have this platform and say it in this way and here I am you know and here I am and it and I'm and I'm and I'm holding it and I'm taking it on and I'm owning it and I'm owning my power and that is that's what it's been about you know for me I mean and I'm glad that people are like listening and really was like heard the video and messaged me and was like yo <laughs> like um people black women and men were like thank you well, thank you and I was like I I and I I still was like not I went back and actually watched it and it made me even a little nervous watching myself because I was like whoa shit that was that was deep yeah that <laughs> like was I said I, I I was not in I was not in myself I was just like this I don't know what happened. It was, it was all spirit. And, and, I, and one of the things that really got me that was, that's throughout it is I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Like, I'm just tired, you know, and I, I really, like, I think I felt in my cells even for a few days after that tired, like I kind of like got the exhaustion that you feel and that as the collective exhaustion of black people of having to do everything right and to behave like the word behave you use the word behave once and that just like was an arrow in my heart like you guys can't you you can't do anything wrong but this behaving in the like like when you were talking about you can't go to work and and and, and have a rant at work right like yeah yeah you can't i mean you can't have like you can't really say that's what you can't really say, or you couldn't, um, you couldn't in the past, because I mean, that's all shifted. I mean, that's all out the window for me now. And for a lot of people, like it is what it is now. And so you can't say what it really is. And you, because it's like, do I, I mean, it's like, but deep down inside, do I know? And you're all like navigating this. Like I had a conversation with a girlfriend of mine about how, you know, we, we are also why it's uh, all this it's taking us as black people a minute to just kind of sit back for a second and be like, Oh, y'all really want to hear what we have to say now. You really want to like, Oh my God. Oh, Oh shit. Oh, okay. Y'all. Oh, you're, Oh, you're really going to listen now. It's not going to be you're you're like taking notes listening now. And so having that sort of conversation and unpacking and being like, Oh, well, you know what it really is. What a, a project at work or something like that when some comments are made by people who don't look like me and you're really like, mm, okay, I really know what's going on right now. You know what's going on right now. So, but not being able to say anything in the past, but now it's mm -hmm. like, let's just call a spade a spade. Let's just say what it is. And mm -hmm. let's, and let's admit that you as a <laughs> like white man have some work to do. You mm -hmm. as white people have some serious work to do and some serious like, Y'all, it, it's it, and it's and it's not gonna be easy because guess what? It's not easy 
navigating any sort of environment where you're unable to be your authentic self. But when you're, you're, when your authentic self is harming to others, that's a whole nother like thing that you're just going to have to be like, oh, I was harming people and really mm -hmm. admit that you were harming people. And not that you were like, physically harming people but that's a but you were harming people just not acknowledging your privilege in a situation not offering grace to the individual in a situation not offering patience to the individual in a situation and not generalizing a people in a situation right like that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot to unpack yeah i laughed a minute ago when you said oh you guys really want to hear because you said it in a funny way but i just want to say i'm not laughing at what you were saying because i yeah. i mean at and or it's also laced with nervous laughter because i mean for so long I just, I think that I rested on the laurels of I've never been racist or, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever bullshit mm -hmm. conversation I have inside my, my head about that. Like, but, um, doing no harm is not the same thing as, uh, you know, uh, as stopping harm or, right. or, or doing good. Like, okay. Yeah. So, like the bar is super fucking low with do no harm and yeah. not, being not <laughs> racist how yeah. low can that bar be? Why are, you know, uh, you know, and I, I would always think if I just, you know, uh, vote for the right people and send money to um, the right places, right? My vote and my money, right? And it's like, nope, that's, that's not good enough anymore. Um, so, yeah, so I what mean, is, so tell us, so I just love, I love what you just said. I want to stop on that for my own soul. Also, um, um, patience grace what did you just say i and i i couldn't write it down fashion fast enough but i know i'm gonna have said, a recording but i want it to offer i said offer patience offer grace oh and don't <laughs> um, generalize and don't generalize and ha and offer you know just offer the the if you can separate the individual and and other sorts of institutions if you can if you can see individuals for who they are and in every other place see them in black people see them in black and brown people and in indigenous cultures see that and like don't just you know assume that we're all the same and it's because it's not okay to do that because there's there's grace that's offered to so many and so many situations, like it just, it is, it's wild to me. And I don't, and I know it shouldn't be wild to me and not in a while that I'm recognizing that it's not, that this is something new because it is not, but it's wild that people just can't operate in a place where, listen, we all have our moments where sometimes we're an asshole and we say the wrong thing, but it's like, you know what? Just recognize that you're an asshole, say, I'm sorry. And then how, and then see how you can do better from there. That's like basic 101 when we teach kids when we're little. It's like, okay, you did something that was not okay. Recognize what you did here and why it was not okay. And then you learn from it. But some people just want to wash their hands of it and not don't want to touch it. And it's like, yeah, it's a hot fucking potato. And you're going to have to hold this potato and sit with it mm -hmm. and recognize that, okay, I have some learning I have to do. I have some changing that I have to do. And I have some understanding and I have more than anything some forgiveness to offer and some forgiving to receive mm. you know some forgiveness to offer and some forgiving to receive and that is where I as uh, a black woman am 
looking to have that, like my community to see that for themselves that y'all, we have some forgiveness we need to be offering to ourselves. We have some love we need to be offering to ourselves. And we have some love to be given out to share and some forgiveness to give as well. So if you are in a place where you can offer that. I'm not saying that we have to walk around and forgiving, um, you know, uh, white people for what is happening, but it's also just kind of like, if we have people that are allies who are really strong and true allies, okay, so do your best to offer grace when you're ready, do your best to offer forgiveness when you're ready, and then also charge the, the allies and saying, okay, so I'm offering this to you, but you have to go back and do the work. Um, Miriam Hosnia, who's amazing, amazing, just this spiritual being that is, I'm just so lucky that we get to inhabit a earth where she's on it. She says, you know what? Like if you're of European um, ancestry or lineage rather, you have to go back and make, hold your ancestors accountable. It's all ancestral work that we have to be doing. And it's mm-hmm. not just black people. It's, you know, people of all like nationalities have to go back and do this ancestral work. And hold your ancestors accountable and be like, this wasn't okay. So then you can move from a pure place of truly learning and understanding and forgiveness. I mean, that's just what I think. I mean, I don't have all the answers. I barely know anything, but I just know that. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm reading know. on that point that you just made though, I'm reading how to be an anti-racist, right? And um, that's one of the things that I got from it too. It's like the entire planet start together colluded to create systemic racism at that, you know, right? Over mm-hmm. the course of centuries. I love how he outlines the history of, of systemic racism. Anyway, I yeah. learned a lot from that. And that, I'm glad you, now you're bringing the spiritual level of his book, which is that we do have to reckon with our ancestors and reckon with how, how we've allowed things to, you know, it's like, you just turn your head slightly to the left and you don't see that thing that's happening over on the right. You just turned your head slightly to the right, but that slight turn to the right was pivotal. You could have made a stand that changed that. Like who, what single human being was at these, you know, at these moments in our history that could have stood up and said, this, this is wrong. No, not a single slave goes to the Americas. Yeah, exactly. I was having this conversation with a friend about how, you know, we as, you know, uh, Black people are, some of us are, including myself, like just kind of learning about my culture and my lineage and where I'm from and the history of my people and my ancestors and how so much of that um, was stripped away, stripped away over the years, over the years, tried to just strip us of who we are, strip us of our our knowledge and our ancestors and the connection to our ancestral power, king and, king and queen lineage, right? But it wasn't taken away and we persevered through it all and we are still learning and we're still growing and we are we're embodiments of kings and queens. And the more and more we recognize that, the more and more it's like, Okay, yeah, y'all, I mean, be, I mean, I'm not saying like walk around and be even more fearful than what like, you know, 
what with white people are already operating right now because a lot of how they operate is from fear. I mean, period. Mm-hmm. But it's right. like, you know, yeah, not, but operating from a place of fear that now it's like, you were not able to strip us of this. We are still, there's generations and generations that are going to continue to step into their power, step into the power of my ancestors and my lineage, no matter how much was tried, was tried to take it away from me, but we're going to step into it and we're going to own it. And that's going to make you uncomfortable and that might make you fearful, but you know what? If you do your work too, it shouldn't. Mm-hmm, if if right. you do your work too, it shouldn't. If you recognize that, you know what? Yeah, you didn't. Okay, like um, uh, Sally, we know that you didn't have, you didn't own slaves, but it's not even, a, it's okay. But also recognize that this system that was built that to serve you and to serve you well and you only well, <laughs> Mm, is, right. is 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 hard for just a, just think about how hard that would be for a person um how you and I are sitting here in the same place having this conversation how hard that would be for me the black person to navigate that you know like it's 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 it, it would to the to the I'm trying to think like to the mind of um anyone who <laughs> has fought for anything stood up for themselves for anything, whether it be a job promotion, whether it be a bigger salary, whether it be recognition for work that was like, you know, credit not given. Just think about that small moment where you felt like this was the biggest thing happening in your life. Think about having to fight and tooth and nail every single day just to live as an equal. Think about having to do that. Get yourself pumped up to ask your boss for a raise. Think about having to do that every single day of your life. Mm. You'd be exhausted. <laughs> exhausted. And then, yeah, because you know how you like pump yourself up in the mirror, like, I know my words. I'm good. I'm beautiful. I'm strong. And like having to say that to yourself every day, because I do every day. Because if you don't tell yourself, I love you before you leave the house, look at yourself in the mirror. Say that you're strong. Say that you're beautiful. Say that you matter. And a lot of times you might not hear that shit all day. You may not hear that from anybody all day. So that took for me being like, I got to remind myself of my power and my love every single day. Because if I don't, I might not hear it. And that's debilitating to go through a day not hearing the words, I love you. That's Mm -hmm. hard. And And it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't have that. So the starting with that, starting there, like I, that's, that's what, that's where, I mean, for me, when that started, I I was like, yeah. I think it goes even, I was just going to say, I think it goes a little, I think that a lot of people, I mean, no matter the color of their skin, I think a lot of people have that where they don't get the amount of love and, and support that they need. Um, But I think that it's, worse for you because it's just not it's not just that people aren't lifting you up it's that people are uh, unconsciously tearing you down so you're like oh I got myself up I'm look I'm walking tall and then boom you know your knees are cut off and then two blocks later your hips are cut you know it's like yeah you know like everything is so there's so yeah. much there's, there's so much that is um there are so many systems that are set up to disempower you and, and, and mostly I think in people's perceptions, right? So in, yeah. there's so many silent conversations going on in people's heads when they're 
yeah. The, yeah, like, it's I empowering. Mean, yeah, I mean, and I'm like, uh, I mean, I, and I'm like, okay, like I don't need to be a part of every single conversation. I don't even need to know what's in your head. Please don't tell me <laughs> what you're thinking about. Please don't. But just know that you're. Just just know that I know that I am strong, I am powerful, and I love myself. And so however you try to navigate and operate towards me, it's like, it's literally going to bounce and you're going to feel, I think that's what's happening right now. People are really feeling what they've been sowing for so, far too long. Right. They're, 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 they're reaping it and they're like not liking it. And it's like, Right. And hopefully, hopefully people are, white people are feeling disempowered. It's like neither is, neither, you're you're not in your power when you're pulling somebody else down. Like neither, nobody gets to be in their full power, right? In this scenario, nobody gets to win. Like everybody's out of integrity. That's, you know, empowering someone else is disempowering to yourself, right? I I just. Yeah. It's an energy. And it's like, you know, I think that, and just kind of, uh, for me, it's like all, it's, it's energy, man. It's an energy ex- exchange and why I, so why I put like love is like my essence because I feel more than anything that my God, like just, if you just love and you have faith and you have hope, but then you also love, it's like just starting there with just simply seeing another human being, another animal, another person, another life force as just an embodiment of love, then you will act different. You act different when you love something. You act different towards it when you love someone. You act different towards somebody that you love. And and it's, I'm like, and I was telling friend we were on a walk. I was like, it's just really not that, it's just really not that hard. And I was like, if I can see it as a black woman, it's not that hard to love and on days where it is hard, but it's really just not that hard. It really Uh, isn't. There are things that are like harder. It really, I mean, and it really is. I mean, and I'm like, dang, if people could just wake up, look at themselves in the mirror and be like, I love you. And just go around emanating that. Just they're creating this energy, this, this, this cycle and this like beautiful ecosystem. And like, yeah, I don't know. No, then all that other <laughs> stuff that you were saying earlier comes naturally out of that patience and grace yes. flow from yes. love. Because when you flow. love someone, you have the patience. And when you love someone, you do, there is grace between you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like all of that. And there is no generalizing because when you're loving someone, you're focusing positive and there is no generalization that is yeah. this is a special human in front of me that i love my heart yeah. is touching their heart and that is there's nothing general about my heart touching your heart yeah yeah exactly um, i went to i've only been able to i've been super busy i've only been able to go to one protest and i and the one i went to was in my town of altadena and it was like 1500 people it was so amazing and and um, a little girl, and there were all these amazing, powerful speakers, and a little girl asked to speak, and they let her up. The one thing she said is exactly what you just said was, it, she said, it doesn't have to be that hard. Oh my God, from a little girl to say to all these adults that were staring at her, it doesn't have to be that hard. You're making it so hard. Like, we just have to love each other. That's it. Just love each other. Yeah, and seeing yourself as like an equal, seeing us as equals. And that's why I just said in my video, it's like, I just, 
I mean, and I mean, just in it, we are in, we, and we have every single right as white people to be enraged and to be like, really, if we wanted to do like Kimberly, like Kimberly Jones said, if we really wanted to, we could burn this whole shit down and <laughs> still not be enough and still not be, and that's still not be enough because, but all we're asking is like, listen, like I said, all we're asking is just to live, to have the same like rights, have our lives, all black lives matter. All black lives matter, matter in the same way that people like that the same way that people who are like just just treacherous human beings and their souls have been ripped from them who can go and murder innocent innocent people just based off the color of their skin the same way that cops can look at them as equal those sort of people who are murderers murderers why is it not why is that why is it so difficult to see a person just because my skin is a different color than yours as an equal. Why is it so hard? And and like and I and I can't answer that because I don't think that way. And I don't want to understand that way of thinking because I will never think in that way because everyone that I that I come across I'm like that's an equal. I'm not going to just be, you know, a jerk to that person just because of the color of their skin. I'm not going to think evil thoughts or try and harm them in any way, you know? It's like just let me mind my business and you mind your business and let us live so we can if something does happen within our community we can work together and have conversations as community members rather than community dividers right like have community members talking and working it out amongst ourselves and if the the law has to get involved then fine, let's bring the law involved if it gets elevated to a situation where we can't have a communication. But where is the dialogue? Where is the, 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 the work that's being done? And not the teach me because you know better work. No, it is the work of the same way you can go and get a law degree, the same way you can go to medical school, the same way you can become a professor. Study and learn that so your dialogue is enhanced as a result. So you can have a conversation with a person who you have nothing in common with seemingly and then find some sort of commonality because we're all humans. So mm -hmm. there's, I'm sure there's some sort of commonality we have amongst ourselves. So, you know, one of the things that Jen posted last night, did you see last night, Gina, a conversation with Gina, what's her last name? I'm sorry. Yeah. Decent. You, you just meant decent human society and there's actually a decent human society dot and they have like a three hour course that I'm going to take at some point. I mean, you can do pieces of it, but decent human society dot co you guys is the place, but it's, yeah, we all need to be back in school so that we can have, so that we can have, um, uh, helpful dialogue, dialogue that's going to bring us forward um, as opposed to against each other, right? Because we're just stuck if we're going like this, if we're just banging heads against each other, you know, yeah. the people that don't believe there's systemic racism and the people that do believe there's systemic racism. Okay, then let's take off, let's take that off the table and speak in a language that we can all relate to. So what can we relate to? Love, power, Really, it's about power, right? I mean, yeah, love is the real power. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's this whole like, and I think it's, and that's interesting that you say power because I think a lot of the times when people are, 
you know, in a situation where they don't feel powerful or haven't felt powerful ever. They go out into these world, go out and join these institutions where power is assumed. And then it's, it's an abuse of power. And it's like, that's not the purpose of your job here is to abuse the power that is assumed in your role as a police officer, as a, as a judge, as a lawmaker, as a politician, right? That is not your job to abuse the power that's um, assumed with your role. It is your job to um, create a decent human society and a place where it can be a and doesn't, I mean, I hate to even say utopia, but it's not even a utopia because I just saw something posted earlier. It's like it, when talking about um, defunding the police and oh my gosh, what would that look like? And um, I believe it was a congresswoman who said it. Um, and she said that it, it's totally possible. It's suburban and it's gated community. It's, I've seen it. I grew up in an area in Atlanta where I saw suburbs operate in a way where it was like, yeah, there was not that it was less police. It was just like, there was dialogue. There was human, there was human connectivity. There was community. And that is possible. It's not this whole utopia. It's not Narnia. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's up the street. It's a suburb in Atlanta. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think that defunding police, it, that phrase freaks people out, but it's just, yeah. You know, it's not uh, taking away funds that are going to help us be more peaceful. It's rearranging where those funds go that can support us all being peaceful, right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like education and arts and music and, you know, mental health, mental health, restaurants, yeah. like, you know, places, you know, yoga studio. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of yoga studios and speaking of kings and queens, I just feel like, I, I mean, when I was looking into you to prepare for this interview. You are such a queen. You are a queen of love. You are a true superhero of love, literally. I mean, you. um, you know, um, when, uh, your brand, your brand, you know, everybody's my, my friend who's on Instagram, he has, um, you know, he has a brand that one would consider love and he complained about something and somebody reamed him for being off brand. Right. And it's like, no, I can be angry and be on brand. Like your, you know, your totally justifiable divine rant is love, right? Is yeah. what you did was love. Right. And you also, and that was part of your queenly act of love, right. Was that, um, and do you mind if I say the word rant? Does that, is that, um, hitting you the wrong way? Well, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it was. I think it was a, it, it was a, a vent, a rant, vent, a, vent. Good, yeah. a, a vent, a, a dialogue. A, a, it, I didn't, it wasn't a dialogue because I wasn't talking to anybody. <laughs> I was just like, well, I didn't, I, I don't know. If, me, yeah. <laughs> I, Cause for me, the word rant doesn't have a, I didn't want it to have a negative. I didn't want you to think. Yeah. Sometimes when people no. say the word rant, they think it's not justified or something, but vents is good. I, I don't know. It's it, more powerful than that I, you, yeah yeah it was like a testimonial <laughs> was it can we say a a, a verbal manifesto yes <laughs> thank you okay yeah, yeah that's it I'm glad that we came to that because I didn't yeah. want anybody to to discount it 
um, the word rant can, can sometimes be discounted as emotional yeah. or something like that, right? So verbal manifesto it is. Thank you for walking me through that. See, we just had a dialogue and we came to the other place where everybody can be comfortable with it. Okay, good. Um, uh, anyway, you are a queen in, um, in your, and you are, uh, you are acing love, right? <laughs> Her initials are ace. Thank you. You are totally <laughs> acing the love conversation. And, um, so tell us about what you're doing with yoga and, and how people can, can join into your world. Yeah. So I've, um, been, uh, I was at the start of our, um, sheltering in place doing some, uh, virtual yoga classes um, twice a week. Um, and that's, I've put a pause on one of those, but I'm still doing something on Monday nights where it's virtual yoga, where we get together. And what has happened since all of this has happened is I've deepened my understanding of yoga and wanting to learn more about the lineage of what I'm teaching, who I'm learning from, and my position and privilege to even be able to teach in a way that is received by other people and in a way where it's yoga is approachable because I want, I started teaching yoga um, because it was something where at first I was like wanting a great workout. And then I realized I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is bringing up a lot of stuff for me. And I am able to finally find my purpose here in life and I want to teach it and I want to share and I'm, I love teaching I love sharing information and so I'm doing yoga um, online right now we'll be back in the studio I think um, I'm not sure but it's going to look different it's going to look a lot different for me it's going to be because I'm in a meditation training right now with Tracy Stanley who is beautiful um, and such a great teacher and such a, a, a honorable like uh, just guide of the lineage of yoga and meditation. So I'm going to be using my teachings that I learned from her and offering a space for people to come to and be held, be seen and um, be heard and, you know, empower themselves to heal, empower themselves to change, empower themselves to grow along the way. And I'm doing, I'm going to be doing, I've, I've done a few workshops already um, this year, but I'm going to be doing some more. I don't know when, um, but I'm just being led by spirit in that regard when those do happen. I um, just did something recently last Monday where we did rest, recover, um, and restore. And that was beautiful. It was a place that me and... Um, Ray Ford and Katero Colbert and Tracy Toms um, did, it was music, poetry, words, song, yoga, meditation. And we just held space for Black Lives Matter supporters, Black Lives Matter supporters. And that was beautiful. And I wanna, do, I'm doing more stuff like that, more partnerships. Did a event with Athleta um, and Drink Bev, where we again held space for Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter supporters and also in honor of Pride Month um, here in LA as well. I'm just offering more spaces to for people to rest their bones, to mm -hmm. heal, to lay down the weariness of their soul for an hour, hour, 15 minutes, 90 minutes. I am doing, I have this, uh, I did some 
yoga um, and actually relaxation things for um, desireless TV. So um, I have some yoga classes on there where just kind of, again, meditation and body relaxation exercises that you can do for quality night's sleep. Yeah, so I'm really, so I love that. That was really fun to do. And then I'm doing something this coming, yeah, June 20th, um, where I, for Embodied Yoga Festival, where I will be doing a 60-minute um, workshop where it's going to be something that I wanted to do in February, but it just didn't feel right. It felt forced, so I canceled it. And it's basically just um, a enhancement of self-love workshop, which I'm like thrilled to be doing. And I'm excited about that. And I think what's going to happen from that is this week, I'm just going to be doing small videos that I share, put up on my website, share on my Instagram, my IGTV for people to just follow along for like a 30 minute heart-centered flow and meditation because like I said this is uh we all have the power to be superheroes of love um this amazing podcast which I just love the name so when you reached out I was like oh this is amazing <laughs> sure whatever let's do it I'm excited <laughs> um uh, because I just I think that I for so long I didn't love myself I didn't I wasn't using my voice um and I wasn't using my voice to my benefit um it, it was just, I was just crying out desperately for so long for me to be seen, me to be heard, me to be felt and understood that I was just like, I, I, I don't know. And, and when you operate in that space for so long, you forget what you sound like. You forget the power in your words. You forget that you're a being of love and we all are beings of love because we were made from love and we all have the capability to produce and to empower and to teach if it's from a place of love. So that's, I've been, my heart has been there over the last few weeks, offering spaces and <laughs> workshops and meditations for people to love themselves because we're, we're going through it right now and it's not going to slow up. It's not going to ease up anytime soon. It's all so beautiful. I love what you're doing. You are a queen. You are a superhero of love for sure. <laughs> I think I'll probably never forget you saying I'm tired. You know, I'm just exhausted. And, and I know that's a collective exhaustion. So do you feel like there's hope? Thank God you're doing, you are doing work like you're doing to help everybody restore from that exhaustion. But what are you thinking about that? I'm thinking that it's going like what I'm and people are always reminding me, make sure like you're also taking care of yourself. And I'm like, yes, I absolutely am. I'm resting when I'm tired and I'm easing. Like I said, I'm easing. I eased back on teaching and all the output um, because I was, I was tired. And I think that we will be tired. Um, <laughs> for a while and I think that you know it and I think that that's okay and not tired in the sense that we can't even think straight exhaustion but it's like tired that you know what like we're we're still it's gonna take some time for us to feel well rested and be in a place where it's like oh yes okay so this is true allyship okay so this is and not having to feel like putting on armor when you leave the house that weighs a little bit. So maybe each day the armor weighs less and less. So 
I, I think that we're on the right path. I think that, that we definitely still have a lot of work ahead of us. Um, and I want people to rest as part of the resistance because people, because a lot of times the systems want to work us to death, want to, want to have us exhausted. So then all we give up, but no, I, I don't, I want us to remain tired in the pursuit of <laughs> justice. I want us to rest as part of the resistance, but don't go back to sleep. You know, like don't think that you're going to be off the hook because of two weeks of <laughs> protestings and uprising. It's like, mm, no, this is only the beginning, but pace yourself. I saw something today that was like, pace is essential. Um, pacing yourself in the pursuit of justice for all. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, it does. That's okay. a really <laughs> perfect answer to the question and pacing your heart, right? Pacing, pacing your heart. Pacing what you can, what your heart can take every day. And you have to fill it, fill it, keep filling it up so that you can give more out, but you have to fill up. And yeah, it, that's when you get bone tired, right? That's when I get bone yeah. tired when I yeah. am giving beyond my, but I am sorry that you have to put on the armor every day. You know, I'm sorry that you're carrying way more weight than I am. You know, I am sorry that I didn't do more before now to help take some of those weights off. You know, that's what we all have to reckon with. White people have to reckon with now is that we haven't been helping lift the weights off of you guys. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, and it's, and it's just even, <laughs> I, I mean, like, like that's, I mean, I, I've received that and I appreciate that and know that it is, it's, it's, it's in when people have reached out and have said, you know, just, you're beautiful, right? You, I think you're beautiful and I think your heart is beautiful and I think that you are a change maker and I think that, you know, allyship is something that, you know, you have to make an active decision to do every single day and then, then it becomes like breathing, right? And so um, I am looking forward to a time and place in world where it becomes like air for everyone equality it becomes like breathing seeing your fellow man as a fellow man fellow woman and not gender specifying here when i say he and she and woman and man it's like just that's my word for they like and and how you know and so just seeing that as and inequality for everyone. And I don't, and I think that my, that might, and sometimes you want to backtrack because you're just like, oh, does that make me seem too woo? It's like, no, that is, that is, that is my form of activism as a black person is seeing the way that I see and love in the way that I love and operate in the way that I operate. And I think that black people um, letting ourselves off the hook for not having to operate in a way that someone is telling us how to operate, how we should be doing, even if it's from our fellow brothers and sisters, I think you find your own lane. You do what works for you. And once you find your own lane, you do what works for you. It'll, it'll stick. 
you know? So I've had people reach out to me that have like, you know, do you have a recommendation? Like I sent information to one person, but then I followed up and said, listen, what are your passions? Do what, that's how you activate. That's how it becomes like breathing for you is you keeping, is you finding what you're passionate about, what your gifts are here in this world and using them to make a difference using them to empower people who look like you, who don't look like you, who you know nothing about, a community you know nothing about. Use your tools there, but don't come in as a savior, come in as, a, as an ally listening and wanting to learn and wanting to do the work, but you know your personal gifts. I can't tell anybody what their gifts are. So I think recognizing that and, 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 and keep stepping in that and keep standing behind and keep empowering and standing along with two black people all black people all black people all of us every single person every single black person black women black men black trans lives black you know everyone everyone so everyone all black lives matter period thank you queen Alicia Krista Easter. Oh my God. It is such a queen's name. Thank you for stepping into your queendom and being an amazing leader, a leader with a giant heart on your, I'm just seeing you in all your, I have this vision of you in your queen regalia. You know, because really it was like you were in a stadium, right? up high with your verbal manifesto right and you i just see you in all your queenliness and i see this giant embroidered heart on your chest right it's like you are leading us thank you for leading us and i look forward to following you and seeing what what you do and i'm so happy you came yes thank you for inviting me thank you for having me this was such an ordained conversation and i felt very um um, heard and I really just want to thank you for the space. So yes, oh. I'm so glad we're 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 friends now. We're besties now, superheroes. So <laughs> I, I love you, and I want people to say I love you to themselves every single day. And um, this one thing that I that stood out to me, I love Bell Hooks. Her book, All About Love, says living life in touch with divine spirit lets us see the light of love in all living beings. That light is a resurrecting life force. A culture that is dead to love can only be resurrected by spiritual awakening. So I want us to stay spiritual, spiritually awake yeah. to what's happening. And like I said before, rest is part of the resistance, but don't go back to sleep. Like my spiritual teacher is Master John Douglas, and he was just saying that um, there's a rise in atheism, right? And a, and a, and a rise in pushing away from God, and um, which is just breaks my heart, right? I mean, it's like, how, like you and I get through our day, right, with God. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but the thing is about that is like, you know, I get it because if you've been let down by a system, if you've been let down by an institution, if you don't understand it, then you want no parts of it, you know, and I get that. I understand that, but that's just, that's, that's, that doesn't work for me. So again, that's a, it's a basically having a dialogue of understanding and knowing that, okay, that doesn't work for you, but find what does and use it to add to the community, add to the dialogue, not divide and take away. 
Yeah. And you and I, I think we, when we talk about love and we talk about God, we're talking about the same thing, right? And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah. if they can just focus on love, that's cool. Like, it's, it's, that's yeah, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's all semantics. Like, okay, right? Yeah. You know, it's like you call spirit and like, you know, some people say other things and it's like, okay, just, it's all love. Period. It's all love. Period. <laughs> How amazing is Alicia Krista Easter? Check her out at aceyogala.com. Follow her on Instagram. Follow her on her website. Follow her wherever she goes. Oh my God, she's so amazing. Thank you for coming, Alicia. And if you like this podcast, please go rate, review it, tell your friends about it, subscribe to it. And if you haven't read Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart, and then go save the world, please go check it out. Have a great day, superhero. Thanks for coming.